Kia ora, koto everyone. Welcome to Queen Sound Live podcast. <sighs> Deep breath. I'm here with Lisa Bloody Messenger. That's now your name. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Lisa Bloody Messenger. Oh my God. My mom, even my mom was like, you're interviewing Lisa. I was like, yeah, mom, just hanging out. Um, founder and CEO of Collective Hub um, has produced over 400 books for companies and 16 of her own um, and international speaker whoa welcome Hi. Mai. Kiora I, I, when you asked me to have a chat to you I was like yes of course Queenstown we've been coming over there the last couple of years skiing and it's one of my favorite places on the planet so I have a big a big soft spot for New Zealand and all things Kiwi so it's lovely to be here with you yeah it is pretty um we we're actually quite lucky that we this whole you know worldwide nightmare um happened in in autumn because it is stunningly beautiful here at the minute still we're all hanging on to autumn like don't go don't leave us but then obviously the winter comes and it's still beautiful um welcome thank you so much for coming to talk to us um i i ask everyone how are you and then i say how are you <laughs> how am i i'm actually really I'm actually really, really good personally. So, I mean, I'm acutely aware of what's going on in the world around us. And so, you know, that upsets me in terms of, you know, the mental health of people, the well-being of people, the general health and the economic situation. Um, but I think, you know, I'm always the queen of silver linings and I try and have an attitude of gratitude and I manage to mindset flip pretty much everything that's unflippable um so i'm really good and i'm using this time you know i've taken it as the luxury of time and space which being on a plane most weeks speaking around the world which i'm fortunate enough to do this has forced me to be at home and my output has been through the roof i don't think i've ever been so productive <laughs> i'm writing more books more digital masterclasses, more content and more things more more things to kind of um inspire and educate which is what i'm all about so. yeah totally so tell me about who's in your bubble as we call it here you're in sydney in my bubble oh so my dog benny who is just next to me snoring <laughs> <laughs> and my fiance so that's us that is our tight little bondi bubble amazing and people have been um do you know the dog cat scenario has been pivotal to people's um kind of getting through the day most people who've got who i've spoken to said the dog is like the, the thing that brings us all together at the end of the day having that you know that focus is really important to people so it's lovely to hear that you've got a pet surrounding your environment and I think we can learn so much from them. It's kind of crazy, you know, in our frenetic worlds or our, you know, pity parties or whatever's going on for us. Yeah. Um, I always look at Benny, who's been with me 10 and a half years, and I go, he's just like the kindest, snuggliest, always excited little creature. And so I think we can learn a lot from them. So whenever I'm feeling like a little bit discombobulated, I look at Benny and I'm like, ah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we you you talk a lot about mindset. You talk a lot about um, silver linings. What's been the biggest... So, you know, this, this worldwide pandemic hit and the world kind of went... <gasps> um, what was the biggest voice in your head? And, and what did that shift and move around? 
yes and no. So, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur and had my own businesses for 19 years almost. I started my first business on the 22nd of October 2001. And as an entrepreneur, we are constantly in a state of flux and the unknown and constantly having to pivot, morph, iterate, change. There's constant mini crises, big crises, you know. So I feel like there is little I haven't experienced to yeah. some degree in my personal life and in business. And so over the years, I've kind of trained myself to have a very strong resilience muscle. And whilst none of us could have imagined, you know, a pandemic of this nature or magnitude, I think I'm someone who actually responds and reacts pretty well in crisis and I'm able to remain pretty calm. And in fact, I would almost argue that um, that's when I'm at my best because I'm kind of, I suppose I've assumed somewhat accidental or on purpose leadership position over the years. And so I kind of just go into, okay, what can I control? Yeah. And how can I best serve? Yeah. And so I just get quite calm in these situations and I go, I mean, like all of us, I'm like, whoa, what just happened? That's my initial reaction. And then I wind that back and I go, okay, don't buy into the chaos and the negativity and the fear. How can I best serve? How can I best stay stable, calm? How can I best impart information and tools? And a lot of what I do is around mindset to support people through this stage. Yeah. And I'm lucky I've done years of therapy, years yeah. of personal development, <laughs> and as little I haven't been through or experienced. And so, yeah, I managed to stay pretty calm and resolute with yeah. time. And I've talked to, I've talked to lots of women. Um, so first of all, I started talking to mums and their kind of situation about what they were noticing about themselves and the, and the difference in the day to day of what they were, you know, experiencing and the roles in the house, which then like flipped into women. Cause I love talking to women as much as possible. Um, and, and I talked to Georgia, the lovely Georgia Rickard the other day about, you know, we don't, we don't actually know what's going to happen in the next hour. Anyway, we don't know what's going to happen this afternoon. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And that thing of, you know, I live in a, pretty privileged position and I've got a lovely house with a big garden and a partner who I feel safe and calm with and it's you know pretty lovely but that thing of I'm not going to be I try not to be pulled into that stuff that external stuff that's going on and mm. and sticking to what is it I can contribute and what can I do to support and what can I do to help what's going on anyway of course and I mean a few things there. Firstly, freaking hats off to all the moms out there and dads because I feel like, you know, I'm not a mom yet and I can't even imagine. I mean, so many of my friends who've got like kids running around, you know, they've been thrown out of their normal routine. They're trying to homeschool and run a business or just function. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you know, that's like a whole nother layer of complexity amongst all of this. So yes, that's number one. And number two to what you were just saying is that I think it's good to have a healthy awareness of what's going on and not be naive and, you know, take the right precautions and all of that kind of thing and understand it and, you know, and stay abreast of what is happening because that does impact all of us to a degree. Yeah. Um, but then to be able to 
kind of recoil, recoil from that and go a little bit inward and just go, what is, I mean, that's what I ask myself all the time. What is within my control? You know, how can I best serve, as I just said? And I think that's the best thing that we can do. And also I would say, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who, you know, might be in a nine to five job or, you know, going into a corporate every day. Um, that, that gives them their sense of purpose in day-to-day -day normal life. And suddenly that's very tricky for a lot of people who suddenly are forced into working from home. They've lost all their <clears throat> rituals, routines, discipline, their sense of purpose or identity. And so that is very challenging for a lot of people. So I'm really urging people to, you know, get courageous about looking within, educating yourself, upskilling, you know, also taking this time to ask yourself, you know, if I could do or be anything out the other side of this, what would I do? Who would I be? And then, you know, going online and taking advantage of a lot of the online courses and, you know, education to upskill and really feel into, okay, I've got a, a brand new opportunity here. If I can do anything out the other side, what would it be? Would I go back to my nine to five job that I don't really love in a beige boardroom or could I actually use this opportunity to yeah. into No, 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 totally. And a lot of the women I've spoken to have admitted that, you know, they're really used to being in control. Everything's controlled from the minute they leave the house to the minute they get home. And lots of them have, have said it's been so actually hard but then refreshing to just throw that all out of the window and to go do you know what I've got this meeting but my girls are sitting reading a book and I'm going to go and sit with them because tomorrow they'll be back at school and everything will go do you know I'm going to actually do that and then I'll catch up with that thing later or I'll do that other thing and I'll slot it in then and I'll so really changing up that way of what used to be in this little box for them yeah exactly yeah. and I think there's that duality of you know for me being like super productive and head down, bum up and just like powering through and reimagining, recreating. But also then on the other side, actually consciously allowing myself just to be and enjoy the time because, you know, hopefully soon we will all be back to some form of normality, whatever that new normal looks like. And, you know, then I don't want to be in a position where we're all like, oh, when we were at home, we had all this time and space. Now I have no time again. We're frenetic. We're oh, we should have learned how to crochet. Why did I not do that? Exactly. <laughs> so I just urge everyone to like, I feel like the whole world has been begging for this to a degree, like not obviously not the health or economic implications, yeah. but yeah. so long we've been like, oh, why did I say yes to going to that party? I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to be at home on the couch. Or why didn't I take, I didn't have time to learn that. Or I didn't have time to connect with my kids or my partner properly. And it's like, well, hello, you've got the time and space yeah. to do it now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, totally. Let's have no regrets. Absolutely. And I, and I, I, I noticed, so you started a new mentoring group, I've noticed. And I were you, oh, one, one part of that is um, you said that you were like kind of overwhelmed with the amount of people who wanted to be part of it. But also... Yes. People want direction at the minute. People, you know, those, I think entrepreneurs and people who kind of are like business mentors have got so much to offer at the minute for people who are just like, what the hell? Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about this group. So what happened was, I mean, people, and I feel very fortunate and humbled that people have said to me for years, you know, will I mentor them? And I, I mean, I do where I can on a casual basis, but nothing 
formal because I've kind of been writing a lot of books and creating digital masterclasses and speaking on stages and, you know, trying to reach as many people as possible and, you know, leverage that. Um, but so the thought of like one-on-ones for anyone who's a business person isn't necessarily always the best use of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But through this time, I've, I started doing Insta Lives and I was connecting with so many amazing people and I was like, wow, it is quite beautiful to be able to actually genuinely um, help, you know, individuals through this time. So a couple of weeks ago, I just thought, okay, I'm going to do 12 people uh, through an eight-week period because I think 12 is a nice number to have on a Zoom for an hour and a half. And so it basically looks like... Um, you know, every Thursday night we do a Zoom call. Every Friday I take the time to actually write down these are the things I want you as individuals to work through this week. And then I set on Monday the curriculum for the next Thursday's call. And it's been quite extraordinary. And already we've had some, you know, just what we two weeks in or whatever, some amazing turnarounds from people like there's a woman Tamara who had um a physical dance studio and she was beside herself like how am I going to do this and I just just with some simple stuff about some digitization and yeah. some tools that she could use already she's managed like in two weeks to kind of transform that business and turn it around and I just see the smiles on her face so it is something that I think I would try to commit to on an ongoing basis and just take a little cohort every two months of 12 people that I can help on a more individual level because I mean, I just, I really love it. It's beautiful yeah, to see yeah. the impact. Yeah. And if you love it, like that's something that's often it's like, Oh God, but actually <laughs> it's something that you really love. I know for, for me, I got a business coach at the end of last year and I'm 41 now. And I know that like, I was like, why haven't I learned this before now? Why, why has nobody ever said to me, Jane, you can't, your a business doesn't get sorted tomorrow, which is in my head what I thought it had to. Um, and <laughs> step, you know, setting yourself steps instead of these huge lists, do three things today that they, at the end of the day, you can go, oh my God, you did those. And then move on to the next instead of be like, I can't do it. I can't, it's too hard. And actually somebody explaining that businesses aren't made within 15 minutes this <laughs> time to work into and you learn stuff along the way and you ask and you fail and you fall over and then you get back up again and I'm like why didn't I get taught this as a, a girl I didn't get taught this at all and I think that's you just said some really important things it's just about you know knowing so for example with my group I'm working on okay what's your let's do an eight-week sprint you know what would you like to achieve by the end of eight weeks just choose one thing whether it's additional revenue, additional profit, a product launch, just building a website, whatever the thing is. And then I'm giving them literally two things at the end of each session. So every Friday, I give them two things each. So just work on these two things this week. Yeah. So it's giving them, as you say, like bite-sized pieces, but then it's also that accountability because they know I'm going to whip their ass tomorrow night when I check in with them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I get that too. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 a hard taskmaster. Like I think it's really important if you commit to something, you know, it's about coming up with the idea, having the vision. Then it's about that 
consistent, you know, putting in the consistent effort yeah. and also just knowing that it's something bigger than you, that you're trying to build something and have an impact. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. And also for me being around other women who also want that stuff and you say stuff that you might not say to your friends in front of them and they might be strangers, but they're going, no, no, Jane, this is what you want and what you believe in and what you're working really hard towards. And I get it. Whereas I probably wouldn't say half of that stuff to some of the closest people to, you know, near me. It's <laughs> so refreshing. So refreshing. So I, I wanted to just briefly, before I let you go and do your lovely day, um, it was Mother's Day. Um, and I wanted to know what your mum taught you. What was one thing your mum taught you? My mum. My mum is, um, she's one of the most beautiful people I've ever come across. We didn't see eye to eye for many years because we were um, very similar, <laughs> very stubborn. But we are like probably the last 12 or 15 years, we have been like best, best friends. And I think she has taught me a few things about being humble and grounded. And you, we grew up in the country on a farm, you know, I was riding horses every day after school and making mud pies in the creek. So that sort of humble, grounded, earthy thing. And I think to have fun, she's like one of the most fun, naughty, crazy. She's 74 and she she's like so naughty and a little bit wicked. And so we always have a lot of fun. So they're two of the really strong things. And um yeah, I think just being grounded and humble and just being able to have an impact, you know, on those around you and just have fun. I yeah, mean, I just yeah. love, we just laugh and laugh and laugh. So I think that's the thing. And I never take, even though I've got a lot of businesses now, you know, that are big and global and whatever else, everything I do is about having fun. Like I never take myself too serious. And if we do, we will not get out of here alive, the famous yeah. quote. Yeah, like we will not at all. Ever. My mum also says to me, when are you going to get serious? And I'm like, never. Never? Why? <laughs> Why what? Um, are you ready? All right. Are you ready for your quick fire round? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Vegemite or Marmite? Vegemite. Controversial. Although, <laughs> controversial. Although I wouldn't mind. You know, it's hard to find Marmite. I actually also like Promite. I'd almost put Promite about both of them. My, me and my, my husband's from Melbourne and we have this argument about, um, about that all the time. And he's looking <laughs> me in disgust all the time. Um, uh, jeans or cords, corduroys? Oh, look at you go. I'm going to go with jeans. I suspect you're going to go with cords though. Am I right? No, I'm a bit of both. A bit of both. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Neither. Legend. Uh, hot <laughs> bath or hot shower? Ooh, hot bath. Uh, one uh, famous person, alive or dead, you would invite into your bubble? Ooh, I'm going to go with Beyonce, Queen Whoa. Bee, today, because why not? Why not? She'd have an amazing wardrobe, too. Uh, are you a skier or a snowboarder? Skier. Nice. We'll get love, on. Love Queenstown. Last year, skied three of your slopes. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, a manicured lawn or an um, unruly meadow? Ooh, I'm gonna go with Unruly Meadow. Nice. Um, were you the type of girl who did your homework at the start of the school holidays or at the end? Oh, always the end. I'm like, if I have a tight deadline, I will go right to the end of I that. I don't understand like, you people. I can't work like that. <laughs> um, and also, are you a person with a million tabs open on your computer or do you shut oh my, them all down? 
a million tabs open on my computer and in my brain. It's like... <laughs> I love it. And um, something that you have been listening to or watching that you'd like to recommend to everyone? Uh, do you know what? Last night, actually, on Netflix, I started watching something called Unorthodox. Mm, and We binged um, it. Yeah, it was only four series, four episodes, I think, isn't it? And I love anything that's kind of biographical or that takes me behind the scenes. And I've been to um, Williamsburg in New York, and I actually got out of a taxi one day right amongst the, all the Orthodox Jews. And I was like, wow, this is fascinating. It was like going back in time. And I didn't understand a lot about their culture. So I, um, I've been watching that and I, I love things like that, that, you know, shine a light on different ways of living and yeah. being. So, so that, and then on Stan recently, I watched a series called Younger and you just said you're 41, I think. And I'm like 40 something. And it's just so like, it's a really beautiful, fun, escapism i i loved it and it's like six seasons and i like binged the whole thing and i just thought it was delicious so oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna find that and have a oh, listen you love it you love amazing. it amazing um, yeah <laughs> and what are you gonna go and do right now i asked everyone this right now i am in the middle we're putting out 37 print products this year so straight after because <laughs> i can't do things by halves and i can't help myself so right after this i've actually got a zoom with my team um across some big projects that are on deadline with at the moment so yeah straight amazing straight into that well, thank you so much for um, letting us slip into your day, um, your beautiful Sydney day. Um, and we, um, yeah, we really appreciate giving up your time to talk to us. My absolute pleasure. It's been beautiful to be on here. And hopefully, I mean, New Zealand's been so clever and safe and Australia's been clever and safe. So hopefully. Yeah, fingers um, crossed. Hopefully we'll be, able, uh, we'll be able to get over there for the ski season. Yes, um, I hope so too boost the economy a little bit <laughs> i know i know fingers crossed i will buy you a, a mulled wine uh when we see each other mm, amazing all amazing. right thank you thank Have you a Lisa. Beautiful day. <laughs>